Hey gang, what's going on? My life's been a little nuts, so I'm so sorry if um, like we have to skip a week or whatever. Just just stay tuned. Keep Get prepared for a new episode every week, but if I don't, just know it's coming um, soon. But yeah, the whole transition from like full-time content creator, it's just... The schedule, my schedule is just so different every single day. You know, it's really dependent on like what I need to film and all that stuff. Along with like my everyday kind of stuff, which just pops up. But I'm here and let's uh, do the thing. I'm spending the weekend in New York. Um, I love it here, obviously, but I'm actually going to the Summer Fridays pop-up event. By the time you hear this, it's actually going to be after, but I'm really excited. It's going to be super fun. If you don't know, I love Summer Fridays. And they invited me to come check out the pop-up for the public. Um, so if you're in New York, you should definitely go. They are coming out with two new lip butter shades. The Summer Fries lip butter, if you don't know, is amazing. But they're coming out with like pink sugar and cherry, which are to die for. So that'll be super fun. And then um, I did that on Friday. And the whole weekend, I am just spending with my mom and my husband's mother and sister. So that'll be wicked fun and it'll be nice to see everybody in one place. My mother-in-law and sister-in-law are from Maryland, so it's a pretty easy drive to New York, and obviously, like, New York and Boston are super close, so I just figured, why not spend a weekend in New York? My husband is obsessed with New York just as much as I am, but he, like, I don't know, there's something about it that he's just, like, obsessed <laughs> with New York. Also, our best, best friend in the whole world, he actually ordained us at our wedding. He is a New York cop, so he um, is always there, and we always love seeing him and just spending time with him because he's just amazing and we adore him. But we also have a bunch of friends um, that live in New York and I have a ton of friends that live in New York that are my new friends from social media. So it's really nice getting to go there and see them and just connect with people and getting to connect with some brands. It is the best. So yeah, that's my little lowdown for what's going on in my life. I have a little surprise for you guys. Guess what? I'm starting a YouTube. Well, I have a YouTube, but I'm starting more on YouTube. I got my camera. We're going to do the thing and I'm going to try to, you know, upload something every week, maybe more than a week, maybe more than once a week. We'll see. But I'm excited because, you know, I love being in front of the camera and you guys can get a little taste into like my life, I guess. Like I already share a lot with you guys, but I don't know. YouTube is just different. YouTube is so much more personal. So I'm excited about that and I'm going to start doing that. I'll let you know when the first video comes out, but I would love to know like what you would want to see on my YouTube. If you want to see like kind of vlogs, if you want to see like days in my life, what I eat, all beauty stuff, like just, I don't know. I want to know what you guys want to know. If you want a little taste of everything, just let me know because um, I'm excited. Also, I love that digital cameras are coming back. That is such a vibe. I have my little Canon PowerShot. Can you hear it? <laughs> I have my little power shot and I, it's so cute. But um, this is like more so for just for like every day, like whatever. But I bit the bullet and I got my Canon G7X Mark camera. And that was like the best digital camera, I think, personally for vlogging and just for everything. So I think I'll probably just sell this little power shot because I don't need it anymore. But I love that digital cameras are coming back. The quality of the pictures are just unmatched. I know the iPhone has great quality pictures, but there's nothing like a digital camera picture. But on another note, spring is coming. Finally, hopefully we don't get another like snowstorm here in the Northeast. But 
spring is coming. Daylight savings time is Sunday. So honestly, it was yesterday. (laughs) And thank the heavens because I hate when it gets light out at four o'clock. Like it's just so depressing. And I absolutely definitely struggle from seasonal depression. Absolutely. I literally like almost got in an argument with my husband the other day because I was just so in need of sun. And I'm like, we need to go and spend money and go on a trip right now because I'm depressed. (laughs) And he's like, you need to relax. (laughs) I just get like so overwhelmed. I need the sun. I need just like something beaming on my skin, making me feel alive again (laughs) because it's awful. I hate the winters here. So the end goal absolutely is to just get a beach house somewhere so I can go during the winter time because it is just brutal. We are on the come up. It's coming. Spring is coming. The groundhog did not see his shadow. So they say spring is supposed to be here in like two weeks now because that was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know. Um, so yeah, let's please bring on spring. I definitely want to get into some beauty favorites lately um but i'll do that at the end of this episode because you know i i always like give you guys a little rundown of the new products that i've been liking every few weeks i try to do like maybe once every like month because i do try so many products because of my job so i do like discover a lot of new great products i also really want to do the tiktok trend where it's like um If you lost everything, what would be the top five things you would repurchase? I'm going to record that today, actually, because I think that's a really funny video. And honestly, people ask me that all the time. But I, of course, put up my questions and topics little question box. And let me tell you guys, like everybody answered kind of the same thing. We must all be going through it because everybody asked about like friendships, what to do in a situation like with this kind of friend or how do you know a friend is a bad friend or um, the relationships with friends that you've had forever that you've grown apart from. So I figured we could talk about this because I'm pretty sure I'm the expert on this. I've gone through so many different stages of friendships and I like obviously the past year you guys know that I've totally or not the year I guess two years now I've just totally like cut people out of my life that I know are not worth it and no don't benefit me in the long run so I definitely know all the you know mixed emotions and all the feelings you feel when cutting people off or when you're in a relationship that's one-sided like I totally get it and honestly friendship breakups are so hard like they really are so so hard and tolling on your mental health and it's just like I don't know, friends, friends are special and you grow up, you know what I mean? Like you have all these friends like when you're younger because when you're younger, quantity is not, is more important than quality. Like now as you get older, like quality is more important than quantity and it's very normal to have a lot of less friends when you get older. Like I legit have like two friends, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I have like two best friends, you know what I mean? Like I really don't and one of them is my husband. (laughs) This is so normal. Like it's very, very normal to just not have as many friends as you as you grow up because it's it's just I don't know. It's just it's just different. You just well, I guess it's not for everybody, but like a lot of people just find themselves and they find what's important to them and they find like that they'd rather just have these people that they can trust their life than these people that they have tiffs with or arguments with. Like you shouldn't have arguments with your friends. Like you just shouldn't. But like for example, like you have what the hell is that noise? This guy in my neighborhood like rebuilds cars from scratch and they're always so loud. Anyways, um, I think one friendship that's really hard is high school friendships. Like 
think about when you're in high school, like your, your, your worries are different. Like your priorities are different. Like it's just, everything's just different. You know what I mean? And for example, like I had a group of like six or seven girls in my high school. Like that was like our group. Like we'd always go out together. We'd always hang out. Like that, like we were, I don't know, like it was a click. Like high schools are very clicky and that's the group that I was in. And I'm friends with one person from that group now. (laughs) So you know what I mean? Like you just grow apart from people and that is so normal and it's part of life and people like get so upset about it. Like I have this one friend who like really had trouble like realizing that she what didn't have as many friends anymore and like she really had a hard time with that because I don't know like I guess some people it's just different. Some people are more focused on how other people look at them and how like someone can be like oh yeah you have a bunch of friends like you must be really cool but it's it's not like that you know what I mean like it's not like that and this one person had a really hard time with not having her high school friends anymore you know and growing apart from those friends and because of that like you'd always see her hanging around with high school people and like just not like forming a new adult group of friends because they were always like still stuck in high school. I don't know about you, but that is the most unattractive thing to me, still being stuck in high school. I, I'm no sh- no shade on anybody, but like that is not attractive. Like are you if you're still hanging out with your high school friends and your high school group of people and like you literally don't have a life outside of your high school friends still and you're 26, 27 years old, that is a problem. I feel like that also holds you back from becoming your own person and growing as a person and flourishing into new like adventures and parts of your life. But like I was saying, it, people have a hard time. People have a really hard time and then you feel guilty because you're like, oh, like I don't know why I don't feel the same about this person anymore. Like, I don't know. So in, in my experience, like I had this group of people and I had, I was really, really close with a few girls um, from high school throughout college until like, mid-college because like I was the only one that left and went to Alabama and I went you know somewhere else and a couple girls that had stayed back like they were still in Massachusetts which no shade no shade no shade but it's a totally different experience when you go out of your comfort zone and leave your hometown and go to college somewhere else where it's new you don't know anyone you don't know the street names you know what I mean you don't know anybody within a thousand mile range it's just new and it helps you grow and become a different person so obviously because of that like you just grow apart you grow apart from the people that you once were close with in school. And if you don't grow apart, that means that they're your true friends. Like I have a friend who is one of my best friends, Renee, if you're listening to this, she's one of my best friends. I've been friends with her since I was like 11. And ever since then, we've been friends. She supports me. She, you know, she claps for me when I have wins and she doesn't have to, you know what I mean? Like we haven't, we don't see each other all the time and she's still one of my ride or dies. I know that if I had a problem, I could contact her and she would help me no matter the time that we are apart. Like it's just one of those friends and that is a true friend. But then back to what I was saying before, like high school friends and friends that I had, you know, in my teens, um, when I went to college, you know, I just grew apart from them and long story short, like they just were not good friends because when I did come back and I moved back to the States, you try to have a relationship with them because they're close and you feel bad and they're just not good friends. You know, they don't cheer you on and it, it, it just, 
it was time to cut that off. And there was a bunch of things that obviously had happened before, but if you know me, I don't take any shit. If you're gonna be the type of friend that's gonna talk behind my back or is gonna, you know, be passive aggressive towards me, make me feel a specific way, do things that I would never do to you, plain closed period, I'm cutting you off. Those same girls made me feel uncomfortable. They made me feel like I always had to, I was always the one out. Like if, if there was a group of three girls, right. And I was one of the three, I would feel alone. Like they would always have like inside jokes and like make me feel like the outcast. No way in hell. If you're a good friend, you should ever make anybody feel like that. Like those girls are just trying to make you feel like that. Like, you know, when you're doing that kind of stuff and like when you're purposely doing in front of someone, like why even like ask someone to hang out with you if you're going to do that. That's just an example I'm trying to add in, but like friends like that, like people that are going to go out of their way to just be mean or just make you feel uncomfortable or make you feel insecure. That is not a friendship. The real trigger was when I got engaged, when I started pursuing social media and when I started just doing things for myself, one also cutting off my family So for example, like my, if you guys don't already know that I talk about this all the time, but like, I don't have a relationship with my father. Okay. So I like, my house used to be the house, like in high school, it just was, I, everybody used to go to my house and they all knew my family and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And I'm not going to really get into it because I don't want to, I don't know, put this out yet, but long story short, it's just when I cut off my family I had friends that were still talking to that family, even though they were doing such awful things to me. I had friends that would still behind my back, talk to my family, the weirdest shit ever. Like that's just weird to me. Like that just shows like loyalty is not there. I'm sorry. Loyalty is not there. Loyalty is because you want to go ahead and do whatever you want to do. And like my house in high school, like whatever, you could drink and whatever, no one would say anything. I had a pool, like all that kind of stuff. So people liked using that part of my house. And once I wasn't around anymore and I didn't want to have relations with people in my family that made me feel uncomfortable and made me feel be a worse version of myself who were toxic to me. I still had people that, you know, wanted to use those amenities and would go ahead and still have a relationship with people that hurt me so bad. And I, I find that fucked up. So, I mean, that's just a story on my end. I don't really want to get into it, but you know what I mean? Like, that's just an example of like, you can look at someone and be like, wow, she's super confident. And she just like has all her shit together. You, I had to go through so much shit in order to get here. I had to go through so many breakups with people I thought were going to be in my life forever. You know what I mean? Like friends, family. Like I I had to hurt before I became the person I am today. And I that's why I tell you all the time like I really do think everything happens for a reason because without those hardships and without the things that I had to go through within the past 2-3 years, I would not be the person I am today. I would not be sitting here on this microphone and telling you my experiences and telling you how I got here and what I had to go through, my troubles, my insecurities, like I would not be here doing that today because I wasn't confident. I was not a confident person. I was insecure about my friendships. I was insecure about relationships because of my past, because of my childhood. (laughs) A lot of childhood things that happen in your life actually cause trauma when it comes to relationships and it causes trauma to friendships and, and all this stuff. And I'm not saying I had a good, a, a bad childhood, a great childhood, okay? But 
If you know, you know, I don't talk to my father because of toxic behavior and a lot of childhood trauma comes from behavior that you watch with your parents and behavior that you watch your whatever father doing to your mother. It's things that it's like a it's like a reaction in your brain. Because of those insecure friendships, I never really felt like I had a girl group, a group of girls who support me. And I saw that to the core when I started doing this. When I started get putting my voice out on social media and not giving a F who the hell saw my stuff, if you had an opinion about it, great. I did not care. And once I started doing that, I knew who my real friends were. Do you think any of those friends that I'm, that I am referring to have reposted any of my videos, have listened to a podcast, have, have told me that they're proud of me? Like, no, none of them. And then they're like, wow, she's so such a bitch. Like, I can't believe she cut me off. Like, why the hell do you think I cut you off? When I got engaged, it was like right in the beginning of like my healing journey when I got engaged. And so I was already starting to like realize who was worth being in my life, who was not. Why did everybody come scurrying? When I got engaged, everybody was in my phone. Everybody was calling me, FaceTiming, blah, 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 blah because they wanted to come to my wedding because they wanted to be a part of this such special, uh, such a special time in my life. But they keep forgetting, like, you haven't been a good friend for the past year, past two years. You will notice that. Like, people only come in your life when good things are on the horizon. When I started blowing up on social media and I started getting a following and I started working with amazing brands that trusted me and that saw my potential. Oh, people in my line. Oh my God, you gotta take me on a brand trip. You gotta, like, no. And the thing is, like, that looks bad. It does not look good. It shows exactly what I'm saying. It show it proves my point. It proves my point that you're only here for the good times. And that whole come up of me posting when I had whatever, 6,000 followers or zero followers on TikTok. Did you ever repost one of my videos? Not once. You got to look at these times to indicate the friends that are good and are, that are bad. If you can offer someone something, they're going to, you know, they're going to try to make contact with you. They're trying to try to be friends with you, blah, blah, blah. Like, for example, one of those people that I was talking about in high school that I was really close with, I got engaged and all of a sudden it was victim. Oh, well, you haven't talked to me in this time and you haven't done this and I feel this way. Okay, cool. Why haven't you told me all of this stuff before I got engaged? Now you want to recuperate this relationship because you want to be bridesmaid or you want to do this. Like, I'm not about that. And a lot of stuff hit the fan with my family when I got engaged. That's when, like, that's why it was so hard for me because I was also planning a wedding and trying to plan, like, am I going to have no one at my wedding or am I going to have a big wedding? Am I going to cut these people off before my wedding or am I going to cut them off after my wedding? Like, it was really, really hard for me to plan a wedding while also mentally being drained and, and emotionally abused and having to go through all of that crap, it just was not a good time. But again, it taught me the most about myself and it taught me the most about what I can fucking do. Like I can do anything I put my mind to. I know that now. And it really showed me how strong I am, how brave I am, how just in tune I am with myself and that I know what I deserve and I'm not going to take anything less. I'm so happy I did that before my wedding. There's still some people that if it if I were to get married today, they wouldn't be at my wedding. And that's whatever. That's the story in itself. But you live and you learn and that's okay. And you're going to keep learning about people in your life as you get older. You cannot 
get it perfect before specific times. And I understand that, but I feel that if I didn't cut off these people in my life, my wedding would not have been as amazing as it was. I mean, it was so, so amazing. And I just felt free on that day. And that was because I was strong enough to cut those people out of my life before that day, because I know that if those people came to my wedding, there would be drama. There would be drama, 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 and it wouldn't have been about me and my husband on that day exchanging vows and becoming one. It would not have been about that. It would have been about, oh, I don't want to be here, or she doesn't want me here. Like that, it just would have been a disaster. So thank God, thank the Lord Jesus that I made these hard decisions before my wedding. And even though it was hard, I could have, you know, I could have just been like, I'm just going to deal with this after the wedding. Like I need to just focus fully on my wedding, but I didn't because I knew how important my wedding day was to me. And I knew how important it would be looking back that those people were not there. I know that sounds so messed up. It sounds so, so messed up, but like It's just, everything just happens the way it happens. I actually talked about this on my podcast, I mean, on my TikTok, because so many people reach out to me, because I've made, like, dumb little, like, trending videos where, like, like, it basically, like, tells you that, like, my dad didn't come to my wedding or, like, that kind of stuff. Like, just, like, funny stuff, kind of, like, digs, right? But I made a TikTok the other day, and it was just, like, about a couple things that I still struggle with, not having a father. You know what I mean? That's just what it comes out to. Still cutting out, cutting out somebody that has been in your life for your entire life and you don't think that would ever hurt you or, you know, would do you dirty like that. It just, it's just something that no one can prepare for unless you experience it. And I made a little TikTok about it, just like th- saying like casually, like things that I still, you know, that's still are in my mind, even though I am healed. I can say that I am fully healed from that. I know that everything happens for a reason and I am at peace with my decision. Like if it were any different, like it it just, this is how it's supposed to be. I know that. But I had an overwhelming number of comments saying, thank you so much for sharing this. Like this is, it's really, really meaningful to me to see a creator talking about this. Like no one really talks about it, blah, blah, blah. Like I made the video on like what, I struggle with after cutting toxic family members out. That is what the video was about. And it's the same thing for friends. It's the same thing. These people that you think you're going to be friends with forever, like especially friends, friends is, it's different. So like friends and family, like it's, it's two totally different breakups and you get so many different feelings from it, but ultimately it is the same. Like I say all the time, it's grieving somebody that is still alive. And that is the hardest thing, the hardest thing you can do. Grieving someone that's still alive, that's that you can still see on social media, that you can still hear about, that you, that you know, that are still having a life without you. It is the hardest thing. But if you're the one in control and you're the one who cut those people out and you are the one who knew what was better for you, I promise you it's a lot easier. Not that it's easy at all because the making the decision of having to do that is extremely hard. But really what I'm trying to say is you have to think about yourself in the future as well with friendships. Like if you don't think that that person is going to be at your wedding or if you do not think that that person is worth your time, just cut them off. Cut those friends off because they're not good friends and you're wasting your time by spending time with them if you know that you're probably not gonna be their friend in a year. I don't know how to stress this enough, but if people do not bring value to your life, you do not deserve to be in theirs. You do not deserve to give your time and energy and your love and your effort into a friendship 
if that other person is not bringing value to your life and giving you the same thing, period. It should be a two-way street. It should be a loving, flourishing friendship. That is all it should be. There should be no jealousy, no negativity, no nothing. They should be clapping for you with your wins. They should be encouraging to be better, making you a better person. And that's why a lot of the times when people get married, they really don't have a lot of friends except for their husband or their wife because you see what true love is and true friendship is in a marriage. If you are in a good marriage, that person's going to clap for you when you win. It's going to be so proud of you. It's going to encourage you to be a better person. A friend should also do that. It's not just a husband job. A friend should also be doing that the same. Friends should be supportive. That's it. My husband is my best friend because of all those things. He is my biggest cheerleader and that is how it should be. I should not be having relationships with people that want me to fail, period. I, I, I don't have time for that. If I spend 24-7 with my husband and I have no friends, that's fine. That's fine. At least I have someone who's rooting for me and someone who is supportive of me and wants me to succeed. There's a trend going around on TikTok right now and it's like, yeah, I'm fine. I got my girls. Like that trend should, makes people sad, honestly. It's, it's probably going to make people sad because when you grow up, you don't have a big group of girls anymore. A lot of people don't. Some people do. The lucky ones, sure. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm, I'm kidding. It's You're not lucky. You're unlucky if you have a big group of girls. Like some girls just have a good supportive group of friends and it's very rare to find. But we need to just normalize losing our friends in our 20s like because that's just how it is when you set more boundaries in your life and you grow and you're doing that work inside you're making yourself a better person doing the inner work it's just it's just going to happen a lot of these people also that you drift apart from it's because you're drifting apart because you're moving up you're moving forward in life and those people are staying in that same place they're not doing that inner work they're not doing that self-growth and it can be very intimidating and threatening to people and you don't want those people in your life it's also known that strong women have a hard time with woman female relationships it's just a known thing a lot of women are jealous a lot of women have a lot of insecurities that show in friendships and it's very hard to be friends with someone who's a very strong and confident woman when you are not so yeah I hope that that helps. Um, I think that I've been through a lot of hurt and like just not good relationships. And I think I definitely have the experience to talk on this subject. So I hope that helped in any, any way that it could. Um, I just believe that you should spend your time on people that are worth it. And if you have people in your life that are doing anything negative to you, they're not worth it. So let's get into some beauty favorites because I want to end this episode on a fun and good note. One thing that I've been loving. Okay. So, all right, let's think we should probably do makeup first and then I can get into just like everyday stuff. I'm going to do kind of like makeup and skincare, um, all in one, but one thing that I've been loving, I mean, obviously you guys know like my favorites and stuff. One new thing that I've been absolutely adoring and I kind of like put this on the back burner for a little bit and forgot how good it is. The Refi face primer, the Glow and Sculpt face primer. It is so good. It keeps your skin just so like dewy and hydrated and it has this little roller applicator, which I love. It's supposed to be like a lymphatic drainage kind of massage at the same time as applying the primer. But another great thing that I found the other day when I was doing a drugstore haul um, is the e.l.f. Skin Sun Touchable Woe Glow SPF. This is drugstore, 
and you guys know I usually don't do drugstore, the e.l.f. Skin Sunscreen. It is a dupe for the Super Goop. It is amazing. I really do like it. I actually found myself using it the past couple days, and it's super, super good. I've recently gotten back into the MAC liners. I find myself reaching for them all the time now. Um, my two favorite colors are the Whirl and Cork. They're both so yummy. You guys have probably seen the P. Louise blushes trending on TikTok and Instagram. They're the ones with that massive applicator. They suck. Don't buy them. Um, personally, I just bought them, um, obviously, to try for the videos. And they suck. They're really not good. They're not that pigmented. And they are just not that good. Don't buy them. This one is going to be a... <gasps> Casper because um, I never thought that I would fall for the Dior backstage blush you know move but the coral one is to die for I know the pink one doesn't really show up on like olive skin tones but I love coral on my skin I love like peachy blushes corally blushes because I have browner skin so olive skin and the coral one is absolutely worth the $30. It is so stunning. I love it. Also, another new fun trendy item is the Diamond Glow from Fenty, that highlighter. It is stunning. Stunning. It is so, like, sparkly, but I don't really like highlighter, and I just kind of point it on, like, the high points of my face. Very, very little. A little goes a long way. But my favorite place to use is actually on my body, like, on my collarbones on my shoulders like it just brings that like oomph to your skin those seem to be my only like newbies for makeup and skincare you guys know i like to stick to my tried and trues but those are all really good i definitely want to try the new milk um contour sticks i know everybody's saying that those are great so i want to try that but now on to hair the two faves of mine lately hair stuff the Way Sculpt Serum is the best sculpt serum I've ever used because you guys know I love hair rolling, right? Obviously. I do it every week and I post about it all the time. I love it. It's the best. I think it's made my hair grow so thick and long and I just adore it. But you can't oil every day. And the Sculpt Serum from Way is like a watery consistent. It's a serum, not an oil. And you can use it every single day. It does not make your hair oily. And I absolutely love it. It's amazing. It's definitely going to be a stable of mine for a very long time. And another thing is like I'm loving claw clips ever since I took out my extensions because I couldn't use them with my extensions because my hair was so thick. I love claw clips now and the Teletize ones are the unbreakable clips. They are to die for. They're so good. They hold my hair all day. It's all I've been wearing and it's healthier for your hair than a hair elastic obviously because it's not going to cause any breakage or anything like that. So I have been absolutely loving those. I think that's really it for like my new, um, I don't know, just like new products that I've been loving. But yeah, that's all I have. Um, yeah, so New York this weekend. Um, and then I'm preparing, I have one month off. And then I'm preparing for May, which is a crazy, crazy month. LA and Italy, it's going to be amazing. And I'm super excited. But yeah. That's really all I have for you. We're not going to do questions, obviously, because um, my questions were very, very topic-based this week, but next week we'll do questions. So if you have any questions, just make sure you keep an eye out for the question box on my Instagram. <sighs> but yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, kill this week. Make sure that you put 100% effort into everything you do. Keep an eye out for my new YouTube video. Go subscribe if you haven't already. Um, it's... It should be up on my link 
in my bio and you can get to it from my TikTok as well. But um, yeah, have a great, fabulous week and I'll talk to you next Monday or Tuesday. Bye. Love you guys. Soundstripe.